This is a Beach Bombs Media production. So, uh, we're running a little bit late today. I guess when we said 10 o'clock, we meant mountain time. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I overslept. I called Ashley. I said, uh, I, said I, I think I hit the off button instead of the snooze button. I had my alarm set for 8 o'clock and woke up about 9. What, when did I call you? I, I called I you right when I woke up. Yeah. said, I'm on my way. Let me jump in the shower real quick. And then Dee reminded me, well, we had a couple appointments this morning. I went, oh, crap, that's right. Well, we'll we'll get her done. Well, I've already had to – I've canceled one and moved another one to Monday. So, because there's a – it's a big football game. Are you aware of that? Today's a huge football game. And it starts – Roll Tide, 2.30. And it starts right now. Well, Iron Bowl? No. The, you got – for, for you football fans, Georgia, Georgia Tech, and oh. Florida, Florida State's going on right now. Okay. Then 2.30 is some Alabama-Auburn game. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> some Alabama-Auburn. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I told D, I said, we're going to need some batteries because I want to wear that remote control out because two, two games I want to watch are on at the same time. I don't have two TVs here in the cave. No, yeah. So, the batteries in that remote are going to get some exercise. <laughs> that button called last is going to be wore out to a nub. <laughs> I used to do that on Sundays. I'd watch I'd watch uh, uh, NFL football. I'd watch the final round of whatever golf game was on, and I'd watch uh, something else. So, it was like three channels. I'm like, yeah. boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm going to just have to get another TV and put it up here on the wall somewhere so I had like the, the total sports bar package out here. Hang one on the garage door. Just let it slide, oh, yeah. just let it slide up. Be laid back like this <laughs> looking up when the garage is open. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and kick this thing off. And welcome to everybody. Beach Bums Media is proud to present In the Beer Cave with Rob and Ashley. He is just playing Rob from the stark naked truth and i'm just ashley you from can, the beer cave that's right right here you can follow us on twitter at bums media and on instagram at beach bums media and check this out you can search us out in the beer cave with robin ashley on youtube facebook podcast platforms spotify iHeartRadio, anchor and stitcher also Tune in has been added to the list. Oh. Or you can just Google in the beer cave with Robin Ashley and you will find us. Be sure to include Robin Ashley because if you don't, you get a lot of junk. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of noise out there. Yeah. Lots, lots of beer caves. <laughs> Some are not uh, as nice as us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Rob's email is robspc bombs b-u-m-z at gmail.com and you can email me here at the show beachbumsmedia at gmail.com and folks don't forget our studio line is 850-588-9275 and that line is available 24 hours a day seven days a week for any comments concerns complaints or more importantly your funny stories yes don't forget to add your name and number so we can give you a call back. And our bumper music today is provided by bensound.com. 
gmail.com. Welcome to Saturday. We are a little bit late, but we're here. Uh, today's the 27th. Everybody survived Black Friday, I hope. Yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't go anywhere or do anything. <laughs> I stayed right here in the cave. Today being Saturday, for your national days, is National Bavarian Cream Pie Day. Oh, love me some Bavarian Cream Pie. And Small Business Day. So today, yesterday was Black Friday. Today is Show Block Local Small Business Day is what today is. So support the small mom and pop stores. Absolutely, yeah. Tomorrow, Sunday, is National French Toast Day. I'm going to talk to my wife about that. <laughs> Get in there and make me some French toast. Hope she doesn't pop me in the other eye. I got a, a hematoma in this eye, and everybody's going, what happened to you? And I went, well, I asked for a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said, make me a sandwich. Poop. Okay, <laughs> never mind. How about French toast? I'll get it in this eye now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Monday is electronic, electronic greeting day. I'm, I don't know what that is, but it struck me as odd. Just, do you send everybody, you know, a hello text message? Text, yeah. Or an email. And also, it's considered Cyber Monday. Right. So, if you're expecting a package from Amazon, I'd get on it now. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> Don't delay because UPS can only carry so much. Don't wait until Monday. Tuesday is going to be National Day of Giving. Makes sense. Wednesday, National Pie Day. That's December 1st. Get in there and make me a pie. Bam. Nope. And it's also Rosa Parks Day. Oh. December the 1st. Did not know she had her own day. She's got a day. Rosa Parks Day. And then next uh, Thursday, December the 2nd, is National Fritters Day, National Mutt Day, and Special Education Day. It's ironic to me that mutts and special education are on the same day. Why Why was I thinking the same thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. We are sick individuals. But uh, it December is coming up. I hope everybody survived the relatives of Thanksgiving Day. I know I did because we didn't have any. Yeah, well. But... December's coming up. It is getting cold. Christmas. Uh, there's a lot of uh, e charity events. I was going to wear my, uh, actually I have it in the car with me, but I was going to wear my um, uh, Christmas Hawaiian shirt. Well, we should do that maybe next week or Maybe so. next week, yeah. yeah. But I, it was cold, so yeah. I, I cut, kept my flannel oh, on. Oh, <laughs> I know. I've got the, yes, Christina, I have a long sleeve t-shirt on with my short sleeve. Uh there's in your well in this area in Florida, especially the Panhandle here. I'm sure everywhere it's a lot of uh, bike ride, biker rides, uh, toys for tots. Yeah. Uh, kids for uh, coats for kids is coming up or it's going on. Toys for kids. Toys. Chris good friend of mine. Toys, coats, and of course, uh, Salvage, Salvage Santa. Santa. We've talked about him a couple weeks yep, ago. Mike. There's a lot of. Uh, people that do a lot of good in our area but they require people like us to help donate and or give 
to keep those uh, charity functions that are very important and very vital, especially this day and age, uh, ongoing. Yeah. So if in your area, wherever you are, if you can donate uh, a coat, a bike, or a toy, or monetary donations, they have people that go out and do it. I know you're, a lot of local police departments do a toy drive. I used to, uh, at the radio stations I worked at, I always uh, did a, a toy drive. Uh, usually had to make sure that I knew when they were going to distribute so I could right. make sure the toys were there. But yeah. I'd uh, coordinate with either a mall or Walmart or some you know big box type store and then coordinate with a uh, car dealership, have them bring out two pickup trucks. Oh, yeah, full with a bed full? Yeah. Yeah. And try to fill up both pickup trucks. Uh, here's one thing that I really didn't think about much until somebody said something. One of the uh, organizations that I was working with said, you know, they get all kinds of dolls and toys and, you know, for small kids. Don't forget about the adolescent kids. Oh, yeah. The older the older group, the middle the Makeup, makeup, middle and high school. Yeah, yeah, makeup kits for. Uh, I for thought girls I heard something and, ringing. Yeah, is that you? Yeah. Do we need to answer that? No. <laughs> Put them on the air. They're, yeah, they're trying to sell me insurance. Oh, is that that? Di- hey, do you know the guy named Spam? I, I, you know, I've heard of him. He keeps calling my phone too. I don't answer. Is he looking for you? You know, I, I get this guy named Scam Likely <laughs> that calls me. <laughs> Whose who's last name is Likely? <laughs> Who would name their kid Scam? Keeps calling my phone. I don't yeah, answer. I, I just figured he's looking for you. But yeah, yeah. Don't don't forget about the older kids too when you when you're donating. Um, uh, I don't know. iPods are kind of passe these days, but uh, yeah, just you know. Uh, what about Atari? Oh, they will always. <laughs> those things are worth some money these days, man. Right? <laughs> you can give that to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do not check eBay, eBay in a week. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, give it to us. <laughs> and do not check eBay because yeah. it will be there. It will. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, anything else on your plate before we go get into the next segment? Uh, no, just had a good time on Thanksgiving. Um, uh, not as many people showed up as uh, we anticipated, but uh, we still had a great time. Yeah. Turkey was good. Um, played some badminton. I, I pulled my... Uh, did you chase a birdie around a court? I, did, I I honestly did not play badminton, but <laughs> watched. Uh, no, no, wait a minute. They don't call it the birdie. What do they call it? A shuttlecock. Or you, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll that, call, moving on. We'll call it a birdie. <laughs> it was a birdie. I I pulled my hybrid out of my golf bag though, because I could never hit a hybrid. Man, I sailed that ball. A uh, 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 what? A hybrid. Okay, that's a golf term I'm not familiar with. It's uh, it sounds personal. It's a it's a cross between a, a fairway wood and an iron. So if you had a three wood, this three hybrid, it's got a little bit shorter uh, 
uh, what's the name for it? Okay, say your three wood is that big around. Your hybrid's going to be about that big around. Okay. There's no getting out of this. Now, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm doing my best. Yeah, I, yeah. I it's can't not, even think. It's not working. <laughs> but, but I could never hit a hybrid. I, I, I hated hybrids. I, I took this hybrid out and uh, put a couple golf balls down. Uh, and, uh, man, I, I sailed it at one of the best. Really? Yeah, one of the best hits I've done in a long time. And uh, Davey, my friend's uh, brother, he was outside watching me, and he was on the phone. And right in the middle of his conversation, he was like, oh, nice hit. <laughs> and he went, oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm watching Rob. Uh, <laughs> you didn't balls. hear this. You didn't hear this. Yeah, exactly. Watch where you're aiming. <laughs> Thank, thankfully, there's a whole lot of woods behind his house, so I was just hitting in, into the trees there. Well, all right. Well, we had a, a good turnout where we were at. A uh, good time was had by all. Not a lot of food was uh, left over other than what we cooked. We we cooked way too much. So I brought a lot of it home. Uh, and actually, later on this afternoon, Dee's going to be roasting another turkey. Oh, so, wow. So we can eat next week. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have turkey sandwiches. <laughs> Things are a little thin around here. <laughs> All right, well, let's move into our next segment, the one that, that y'all are waiting that, on. That word thin is uh, not a word we use very no, often I'm actually around. <laughs> packing <laughs> them in here pretty good. <laughs> I need to lay off the biscuits or something. <laughs> I did hear from Stephanie, though. Oh, you did? Well, hey, uh, Stephanie, you watching? I hope so. All right, good to see you. Long time no see. Anyway, and now. I'm at a loss. I drank my Diet Coke. <laughs> from around the globe, across the nation, from your state and possibly your street or your city, and from right down your street, it's odd news of the week you may have missed and might want to know about it. And it's brought to you this week by Biker's Edge. Now we're going to do a follow-up the first story. You remember last Christmas uh, the dude that uh, detonated a bomb in downtown Nashville? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The ex-girlfriend of the man who detonated an explosive in downtown Nashville last Christmas has filed a lawsuit saying she should receive the $284,000 in rewards offered in the blast. Crazy, huh? <laughs> Pamela Perry filed a suit Friday in Davidson County Chancery Court seeking the reward because she came forward at a great personal risk to aid law enforcement in identifying Anthony Warner as the bomber. After the blast, Camping World CEO Marcus Lemoines offered 250000 and the Nashville Convention of Visitors Corporation offered 34500 to anyone who came forward with information identifying the bomber. Well, if she came forward, then, and they offer the reward. But. <laughs> there's a but. The, the Nashville Convention Center gave the 34500 it raised to law enforcement organizations, including the Metro Nash, 
Nashville Police Department. And hey, my paper got cut or caught. A spokesman for the Marcus Lemoines, the CEO of Camping World, told a TV station the reward was for information leading to the capture and conviction of the person responsible. And conviction. Warner died in the blast, so he was neither captured nor, nor. convicted. Wow. But she came forth at per- what, what? What was she scared of? He was going to blow her up? He didn't blow his fingers yeah, he, off. <laughs> <laughs> he done dead. <laughs> he didn't know how to work that detonator. <laughs> Well, I think part of the problem, and they'll never say this, and this is just speculation, he was near the AT&T Tower, the microwave center, and all that stuff. Don't use a radioactive trigger next to microwaves and signal transmitting things. Your frequency is probably going to get hit. <laughs> yeah. Plug in. Didn't, <laughs> didn't mean this to be a suicide bombing. Oops. <laughs> Well, he didn't even he didn't even have time to say hold my beer and watch. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, you know, give her give her twenty bucks and a and a case of beer, or something. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. You know, you know something, but she, at personal risk of coming forth, personal risk for yeah, like you said, to say yeah, that's his camper, and I think that's him inside. It kind of looks like him, but he's blown up. Well, you know, and and don't offer a, a reward and then renege on the on this. Yeah, but the they made it. It's a good point for the yeah, for the capture, capture and, and conviction. conviction. Well, he was captured inside of his RV and was, convicted and by getting blown just, up to Kingdom Come. He was captured <laughs> and convicted at the same time of his own volition. Now we're going to change gears a little bit, and this story I didn't find. I had to go look for it, but my uh, uncle Neil, my mother's brother, was at, with her last weekend, and we had a a Zoom family gathering, and he was telling me about this. So here you go, Uncle Neil. If you ever visit Hokey, Japan, H O U K I, is that, would that be, I guess that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the residentive waters that flow into the public baths in this town near the coast of Western Japan originate from hot springs more than two thirds of a mile below ground. So at the surface, before the water bubbles out of the spouts, it's further heated up to 107 degrees Fahrenheit, an ideal, ideal temperature for cleansing and soaking weary muscles. You know, they have those bathhouses. Yeah. But unbeknown to most bathers, the boiling, the boiler heating the water runs on a fuel with the uncleanliness of origins. Uh Pellets from recycled, soiled adult diapers. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was thinking feces of some sort, but not like that. Uh, In a rapidly aging Japan, more diapers are used by older incontinent people than babies. As the country groans under the weight of ever-rising mountains of the waste, the town has become a pioneer in trying to reduce it by recycling the diapers, which represent about a tenth of the town's trash. It's diverted garbage that would otherwise be dumped into incinerators and add emissions to the atmosphere. Well, global warming. All right, who's got that job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
<laughs> Who's just, got that job? You don't burn it. You just dump it. Well, I guess, you know, you know never mind. The town, just over 10,000 people, the officials were worried about the fast-growing diaper waste that looked into the cost to upgrade outdated incinerators. They decided to convert one of the two towns' incinerators into diaper, diaper recycling plant and produce fuel that would help reduce natural gas, heating cost, and the public bathhouse as well. The amount of adult diapers get, entering the waste stream... In Japan, has increased nearly 13%, almost 1.5 million tons annually. That's a lot of geriatric waste. It's projected, projected to grow to a further 23% by 2030 when those 65 and older will represent close to a third of their population. <laughs> So when you go to the geisha bathhouse, it's not naturally heated water. I, my mind is going so many ra- ways right this minute, and things I want to say that I I can't and won't and shouldn't anyway. Oh. So now you know. There are, a, there it, are there are in a world of crap over there. That's all. I- <laughs> Moving on to Houston. <laughs> from, from one crap hole to another. <laughs> a woman was injured during a shooting in northeast Houston last Tuesday, according to the police department. Officers responded to reports of a shooting located 4700 block of Rand Street. According to the police department, two women were using a gaming machine at the location when a, a woman got mad she was losing and started pouring lighter fluid into the machine. The machine caught fire. A second woman got mad because she couldn't play with it anymore. There's a shooting. Police said both women end up arguing in the parking lot and the woman started, a woman started the fire or the woman who started the fire was shot. She was transported to the hospital in stable condition Investigators said the suspect fled the scene before officers arrived. Lighter fluid in a gaming machine. Yep, that'll get you shot. Well, first, <laughs> first of all, their security system um, procedures are very that lame. Was, uh, slack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all. I'm sure there's no smoking in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, ma'am, we need to check your bag. Oh, there's some lighter fluid in there. Okay. (laughs) And, ma'am, behind you, oh, you got a gun? You're good. Yeah, come on. Come on in. It's Texas. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) A local business owner says more than $50,000 worth of rare sneakers were stolen from his store last week. $50,000? $50,000 in Tennis shoes. There, are, there are, yeah, there are shoes that are worth some money. But among the eleven pairs of sneakers taken, eleven pairs, fifty grand. Jeez, oh, pizza. Were two pair of the ultra rare Duke or Nike Duke SB Low Freddy Kruegers, owned by Colin Hoffman. He paid fifty grand for the two pairs, and only had just recently paid them off. 
values on the shoes which have which have a green and red stripe pattern reminiscent of the sweater worn by Freddy Krueger, the villain in A Nightmare on Elm Street, has gone up with some sizes online valued at six figures. Jeez, oh, Pizzo. Freddy Krueger's got his own sneakers? <laughs> I was thinking Air Jordans, you know. Nope, these are Freddy Krueger's. Freddy Krueger's. From Nightmare on Elm Street. Nike... Freddy Krueger, I've never heard of a, such a thing. Well, apparently, that if you got fifty grand, you can own a pair. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I, if, if I had fifty grand, still wouldn't own a pair. You know, all these sneakers. Back when I was growing up, probably same with you. What get a new pair of what were they called? Keds. Yeah, I remember Keds. Yeah, yeah, that's about all we ever had. Get a new pair, run faster, jump higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the Storner says the thief. Took six months, six months of my life, and just evaporated it. He was trying to create something new, like making a shoe museum. Dude, if you it, if it took six months of your life to buy a pair of sneakers, then you need to get a better life. Well, he was trying to showcase them in his sneaker store. Well, okay, but still, you need to get a better life. I mean, fifty grand. I mean, like I said. You know, I watch Pawn Stars, and one of the guys, Chumley on Pawn Stars, he oh, yeah. knows he knows sneakers, and he had somebody come in with a pair of, uh, I think Air Jordans, and wanted like four thousand dollars for him, and uh, he said, "No, I can't do that to you. I'll, I'll offer you six grand." I'm like, "It's a pair of it's a pair of shoes. What what <laughs> six grand for a pair of Air Jordans? Or were they used or brand new in I, the box? I have no idea. Because if it's used, you know, is that worth two thousand dollars? Yeah, I better get some odor eaters in wow. those bad boys. Oh, holy something. <laughs> well, here's something for you: a convenience store called Sheets, S H E E T Z, is set to bring back its donut beer. Project Happy Whole E Days, H-O-L-E-I-D-A-Z, for a limited time at its 261 locations uh, starting at 4 p.m. yesterday, which is Black Friday. Sheets first announced this beer at this time last year, saying it brewed with one pound per barrel of the brand's Shewatz Glazed Vanilla Donut Holes. Donut flavored beer. It's brewed in partnership with Wicked Weed Brewing Company. Now, I'm a little concerned about that. Wicked Weed? Wicked Weed Brewing Company. <laughs> what else are they putting in their beer? Yeah. Sheets describes its special beer as a deep golden pale ale with hints of fresh baked donuts, vanilla frosting, graham crackers, honey, and malted barley. That sounds like breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and for seven ninety nine, customers can buy four packs of sixteen ounce cans. Uh, sheet says it will not be restocked when it runs out. So if you want to get a four pack, go visit sheets s h e e t z dot com forward slash beer project for store locations. Wow. Donut, donut flavored donut flavored beer. <clears throat> you know, I don't like orange flavored. You know, there was a, a, a commercial long time ago. So I think it was for Miller Lite, 
But uh, Burt Reynolds was in the commercial. Bunch of, a bunch of other famous celebrities, sports heroes. <laughs> <clears throat> but they were doing a, a meeting of the beer lovers. Oh, no, it was, that was light beer. Yeah. yeah. That was, it was big during the football right, yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're ruled, sitting around a, a round table yeah, yeah. in a conference room. Setting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. And, and rule number one, don't fruit the beer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't donut the beer. Don't donut the beer. <laughs> All these big burly guys. Are <laughs> don't, fruit don't fruit the beer. <laughs> don't donut the beer. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a moment and pause and talk to you about one of our partners. Christmas's time is coming up, and for that biker person in your life, Biker's Edge is the place for apparel and accessories. Uh, biker's Edge, located here in Panama City, uh, they can be reached at 850-624-6206. They will meet you at their shop and or you they will... You could buy, purchase something, and they may ship it to you. I haven't talked to Pat about that, but there you go. You're going to be shipping stuff out, Pat. Yep. <laughs> Get your FedEx account. That's right. Account. If it fits, it ships. There you go. <laughs> hey, Joe, by the way, Joe Cohn. Oh, hey, Joe. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, anyway, Biker's Edge, 850-624-6206. For that biker person in your life, for any apparel and biker accessories, that you may want to see them in or that they may need. And on a sad note, I have put my bike up for sale. Yeah, you told me that. <clears throat> it's almost it's on day. Facebook Marketplace. I have put it up for sale. I have had one scam and 95 views. It's the, a nice bike. It is. It's a must, it's a must see. I've done a lot of upgrades and I'm not going to try to promote my bike for sale, but it is it is for sale. It's uh, Facebook Marketplace. It's a 06 Yamaha Roadstar. Okay, It's yeah. a very nice cruiser. I was thinking it was an Indian for some reason. I, no, I started Star. looking at the badge there. Yeah, it's a Roadstar. Yeah, Roadstar. It's, it's been a great bike. I've had it for a long time. Well-maintained garage kept. It's usually covered, but it's not now. I need to wash it. All right. It's shiny. It's party. <laughs> it is. Oh, it let really me tell you something. Let me, just real quick. I want to tell you all something. This, and I thought about this a long time ago. It, and I noticed this during Thunder Beach more and more. You know, a bunch of us older biker guys, and some of them are balding and getting a little big in the girth and all that stuff. We all pretty much look the same, just a bunch of old dudes on bikes, right? You know, the younger guys are on crotch rockets. Yeah. Us old suckers are on cruisers on bikes. Oh, yeah, bikes. yeah. You know what separates all of us? It's the pretty girl on the back. Yeah. And mine's the prettiest. Just saying. <laughs> so y'all take that <laughs> anyway from pots and if, you know it's hard to put a, a, a pretty girl on the back of a crotch rocket it's very hard and if she's back there she's stupid because she ain't wearing a helmet <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> all right from pottsville arkansas a man is in police custody after allegedly bragging about getting away with evading arrest he even made a t-shirt showing a flyer from the police asking for information on solving the case he was involved in <laughs> just short of getting a blip billboard <laughs> 
Last, do, you, do you know who I am? <laughs> last October, Pottsville police were uh, able to recover a stolen motorcycle only after the armed suspect was able to run across Interstate 40 and into the woods, fleeing from the police. Donald Cooper. Ooh, DB. Hey, hey, we might have D.B. Cooper here. D.B. Cooper. I should read these. Yeah. Was arrested in November after reportedly running away from another department, the Pottsville Police Department said in a Facebook post. Sometimes it may be best to keep your accomplishments to yourself and not brag about them or even try to make your own merchandise about the incident. Would you call that an accomplishment, actually? (laughs) I did it. Got away with it. <laughs> it's kind of like when you go, let's say you steal a high-profile item. Okay, just pick something, a, a fancy car or something. Okay. You're not going to drive it around. Oh, no, no. Well, you know, if you rob a bank. You don't go spend a whole lot of money. Yeah. You know? Anyway, uh... In a photo attached, which I don't have to show you, there is a black T-shirt with update that states that more information is needed on a criminal mastermind. Along with the photo of the motorcycle, Cooper reportedly stole the day he ran from the police. Pottsville Police Department thanked Cooper for his help in solving the case because without his help, he would may have not been able, or they may have not been able to solve the crime. The criminal mastermind is now behind bars. I think mastermind is a uh, stretch. It's a huge <laughs> stretch. <laughs> I got away with it. I'm going to go have a t-shirt made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm a mastermind. I robbed the first national bank and got $10 million. My address is. Yeah, exactly. Walk around. <laughs> hey. You know what? We should do that. We should just we should, no. We should create a a phony shirt about a phony robbery. I stole two hundred thousand dollars from the yeah, first national yeah. bank of and just walk around and see what happens. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Um, actually, probably what happened. Somebody would go. You really did that. Can you loan me 20 bucks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> spare spare me some spare, change. Spare, spare me some change. Yeah, that'd be my luck, too. <laughs> well, all right. That's about all the news I had on that side. It's time to move into our next segment. And now, the stories you're about to hear are true. The names have not been changed, and all persons are presumed innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. It's time for Idiots in Jail. I got some good ones this week, too. All right. I should have got some coffee on me on my way here. I needed it. From Las Vegas. Las Vegas Police Department said a man tried to skip out on a $4,000 restaurant bill, then make a bomb threat at the Bellagio last week. $4,000 restaurant bill? Right. You think Ocean's Eleven might be in town? Yeah. 
According to the arrest report for Greg Cohen, officers were called to the Vegas Strip around 3.30. When officers arrived, casino security told them Cohen had been eating and drinking in Spago, a restaurant in the casino, and had a bill of $4,312.75. I can barely spend 50 bucks at a restaurant. $4,000? I mean, Spago's an expensive restaurant, but right. my well, gosh. He reportedly got up and left saying he was going to use the restroom. Then according to the restaurant manager, he had ordered seafood, a bottle of Don Perignon, then socialized with nearby women and bought them champagne. So I guess it was feeding Everybody. the restaurant. The manager said that he then saw Cohen at a table. Cohen was asked to return to the restaurant to pay the bill. The report says Cohen then stated he had $10,000 to pay, but then emptied his pockets and had no money. Okay, you wimpy. <laughs> Who carries $10,000 in cash on you anyway? I, I do. Don't you? Oh, you all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have ten bucks in cash I might on have me right 10 now. Ten cents, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I don't have any change. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say I'm, I'm just as broke as that guy. <laughs> I, I got some lint <laughs> in my pocket. He was taken into security custody when waiting for the police to arrive. Security. Uh, I bet if there was a bomb, they'd get out here really fast. And then when asked directly if he had placed a bomb at the casino, Cohen reported he said there is a bomb. Then repeated the word bomb. Multiple times. <laughs> Court records show Cohen is charged with communicating a bomb threat, theft, and defrauding a, pr a proprietor. He is expected back in court on December the first. Yeah, don't don't uh, don't count on that. <laughs> right while on. we're while we're waiting on the cops, y'all might want to go look for a bomb. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, the, that's right. I said bomb. I got ten grand back in my hotel. Let me run back to the hotel. Yeah, while you all it. look for the while bomb. <laughs> Wait for me here. Don't move. I promise I'll be back. I promise I'll be back. And here's here's another one that you're going to like. An argument escalated into a machete and gunfight Friday night. Around 5.30, Pasco deputies responded to a call about a shooting near State Road 52 and Little Road in Newport Ritchie. They learned that the argument between uh, a man named Mr. Crawford and a man that, and another man he knew had turned violent. According to the arrest report, the victim went into his bedroom during the argument. Crawford followed him. Crawford armed himself with a machete and stood in the doorway. When the victim demanded that Crawford leave, Crawford began swinging the machete. Crawford hit the victim three times in the left hand, left chest, and left side of the head. The with victim, a machete? Yeah, with a machete. Wow. The victim drew his compact Smith & Wesson bodyguard 380 and shot Crawford three times. Okay. <laughs> Hit me three times, going to shoot you three times. Why didn't he do that in the first place? <laughs> the victim told deputies he owned the gun for protection and used it in self-defense. His statement was supported by evidence at the scene. The arrest uh, said the arrest report. Crawford said he confronted the victim in self-defense. Both men were taken to a local hospital with injuries that were non-life-threatening. Pasco deputies arrested Crawford on the charge of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Once again, do not take a machete to a gunfight. That's right. Just saying. Well, 
Apparently he got the uh, the first couple blows in, but you know I yep. I'd have Indiana Jones him right there. Oh yeah, once Bang. he one, yeah once he pulled that machete, he had been like, Poof. that's not a knife. Sorry, yes, this is a knife. <laughs> that's right. I don't think there'd have been three three strikes. <laughs> no, no, there wouldn't have been one swing. You got that machete? Poof. Yep, that's gotcha. right. <laughs> From Shoreline, Washington. A driver who hit a car, then fled, was found trying to conceal the obvious damage to his hood by beating it with his fist. <laughs> On November the 13th, deputies were called to a crash in the, uh, in a, the 19,100 block of Aurora Avenue in North Shoreline. The victim told deputies she was stopped at a traffic light when she was rear-ended by a man driving a silver Lexus. She stated that after a brief conversation with the driver about exchanging information, the man took off. While deputies were speaking with the victim, 911 dispatchers received a call about a suspicious man who was beating on the hood of his car. Trying to hide the evidence. (laughs) Deputies went to the location and found the driver of the Lexus trying to fix the collision damage to his hood, which was bent upward using his fist. (laughs) When deputies asked him if he had just been involved in the acts of the crash, he said no. Based upon the condition of his Lexus, deputies had a hard time believing him. (laughs) You think? (laughs) I don't know. It looks pretty wrinkled to me. Deputy said the hit-and-run victim was brought to the man's location where she confirmed that he, that was the man trying to fix his hood was the driver who hit her car. The man was arrested and taken to the South Correctional Entity Jail for investigation of hit-and-run. <laughs> now, a disclaimer on our Idiots in Jail segment is that uh, reportedly no drugs or alcohol are involved in these cases, absolutely none. <laughs> You're out there beating metal with your fist, trying to get your crumped up hood flattened out. Yeah. At least, at least it hasn't been proven in court yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, need another reason to avoid your local Walmart during the holiday shopping crush? <laughs> no. All right, here you go. Hang on. Another fight broke out yesterday? Uh, no. A man is facing obscenity charge for allegedly pleasuring himself while watching adult entertainment on a laptop in the electronics department of the Walmart in West Monroe, Louisiana. Don't they have those, like, fake laptops that you can't Apparently not at this one. <laughs> you can't connect to the Internet. Pro- not at this one. <laughs> Apparently not. According to an arrest report... Uh, Alex Alexander Pierce was captured Friday afternoon on store surveillance, hunched over a laptop with his hands in his pants. Now, he had been barred from the retailer since July. Why, pray tell? Shoplifting. <laughs> okay. When cops confronted Pierce outside the Walmart, he claimed to have watched music videos on the laptop. While initially denying that he viewed any adult entertainment material. Pierce then admitted he was looking at some pictures. 
Though he denied any pleasure in the store, Pierce reportedly told an officer that he probably still had stuff on his hands from four hours previous. I'm cleaning this up. (laughs) The the arrest report, thankfully, does not further expound on Pierce's sticky fingers. (laughs) Pierce, whose address is listed in court records as a residence in Sharpburg, Georgia, was booked into the jail on felony obscenity count and a misdemeanor trespass charge. His bond is set at $52,000. Hopefully they made him wash his hands. Yes. Yeah. I got to clean this next one up, too. Ch- choking the chicken in the Walmart. Whoa. <laughs> Cock a little dude. Now, I got to clean this one up, too. Uh, my, We're going to get these back my, back. my Lord, Ashley, where are you coming up with these Hey, things? it's called Idiots in Jail. <laughs> While seated in the rear of a Florida Highway Patrol cruiser, Summer Watkins had a brilliant idea. Take a guess what her idea is. Uh, disrobing. No. Hey, baby, we should record an OnlyFans video back here. So disrobing. The 24-year-old yelled that to her male companion, who was soon joined her in the squad car. In the sk- Watkins and Yarden Noah were seated in a police vehicle after Noah's B&W was pulled over early Thursday since he was driving with a suspended license. Cops had planned to transport the duo to nearby Shell Station in Naples where they could make arrangements to get home. When Noah joined her in the patrol car, Watkins asked the cop, what if I perform oral sex back here? The officer replied that she could not do that. Watkins, however, was persistent. The officer responded, no. When the cop closed the vehicle's rear door and walked away a few minutes, that's all it took. At least she asked. Watkins and Noah, neither of whom was handcuffed, engaged in the activity that was recorded by the prisoner compartment camera. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> After exposing himself, Watkins began the act, and he could be noted saying, and it could be heard saying, well, I'm going to enjoy this screw 5-0 while I get this. <laughs> I'm cleaning this up a lot, y'all. Noah, cops say, used his phone to memorialize the pleasure. Can y'all hear me? She's taking care of business in the back of a trooper car right now. This is great. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) When Noah later used FaceTime to talk with a friend, Watkins interjected, I just orally pleasured him in the back of a police car. The encounter was not discovered until about an hour later when a patrolman reviewing the video footage of the couple in the police vehicle at that point it was discovered the defendant had performed the oral, and then uh, they later went back to the shell station where they were dropped off and they were arrested for uh, lewd and lavicious behavior, breach of peace, 
She later bonded out of jail and is scheduled for arraignment. Noah, who was arrested after cops found marijuana and controlled substance in his car, also charged with lewd and lavicious behavior, breach of police, and exposure of sexual organs, was freed on bond his scheduled to be arraigned on December the 13th. I wonder how she paid that bond. (laughs) (laughs) Judge, can I talk to you privately? (laughs) Can I see you in your chambers? chambers? (laughs) Good grief. What's under that robe, Your Honor? (laughs) Why do they call you Your Honor? And apparently that fans only is uh, subscription only service on some social media. I don't know. I'm not looking it up. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ashley. <laughs> I told you back to back weirdos. <laughs> and from Indianapolis, police in Indianapolis are searching for an armed carjacker who they say attacked a woman outside of an assistant living center in broad daylight. She was sitting in her 2005 Ford 500 on Monday around 10. Within minutes, a stranger armed with a gun came up to the driver's side. I couldn't even get from a thought, so I turned off my car and to scoot over. I think he wanted me to get in the passenger seat. I don't know. It was up to something or some sinister or if he just wanted me not to make a scene and not scream, but I didn't want to go anywhere with him. Instead, she got out of the car and gave him the keys. That's actually pretty smart. It is smart. Yeah. He snatched my phone out of my hand, and he got in the car, and I literally watched him drive away. When police investigated, they were tracking Miss Whistler's phone and found it about 15 minutes away. The suspect threw it out in a neighborhood. However, Mr. Or Whistler says once she got her phone back, she realized the su- suspect left a big clue a selfie oh nice <laughs> yeah that's what you do that's what you do apparently the phone was making some kind of noise while i was being tracked he looked at it clicked took a picture and threw it out the window <laughs> <laughs> identify yourself that's the best thing that's it man. right yeah. there <laughs> it's like it's like uh like when my son tagged the that fence when he was a kid jacob don't use your full, don't don't use your real name. Yeah. <laughs> don't take a selfie if you're gonna carjack. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if that phone's buzzing, if it's ringing. I don't care if what what that phone's doing. You leave that phone alone. Actually, I think in a carjacking, I don't think you want to take the person's phone because you can track them nowadays. Yeah, GPS, drop it on the ground, yeah. stomp on it, and then leave. They can ping whatever tower you're next it, next to. It. It's crazy. It's yeah, people are. Why take the cell? You got the beamer. Yeah. Why? Why? Why you want the cell phone too? <laughs> Greedy. <laughs> yeah. And finally, a Florida woman was arrested last Saturday on felony narcotics charge and told the police that she sells fentanyl to make money to pay for an attorney for a pending drug, drug charge. Oh, that's, yeah. That Smart. Perfect sense, yeah. Nicole Gregory was busted after a sheriff's deputy stopped her dropping a bag that held four baggies containing the synthetic opiate. The defendant did not intend to sell, she said, 
after being collared on a St. Petersburg street, Gregory reported admittedly that she sells the drug for $10 per bump. I guess that's a bag. No, per pill, probably. Oh, per pill. Okay. Yeah. She then claimed she was selling the narcotics to make money for an attorney for a pending drug charge. According to court records, Gregory was arrested last month for selling meth to an undercover cop. In August, she was charged with possession of fentanyl and meth. Both cases are pending in circuit court. In addition to the new fentanyl wrap, Gregory was charged with four other drug counts after she found in possession of narcotics, including meth, morphine, and oxycodone. She did bond out of jail on Saturday night after posting $18,000. I'm a little worried about what she's going to start selling now to pay for these new charges. Well, you know, she's always getting the back so, of a squad car. and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> what, what's going on, officer? <laughs> well, we want to thank everybody because that's about all I got from my side. We want to thank everybody for stopping by. Uh, we'll be should be back on track next week, don't you think? Yes, yes, absolutely back on track. Yeah, Thanksgiving week uh, kind of put us. Kind of puts a monkey in it. Yeah, yeah. But, um Hope you had a great uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Hope you uh, had lots of turkey. Hope you has some turkey leftovers for sandwiches. I'm a ham guy. I like ham. I like ham. I'll eat some turkey, but I'm more of a ham dude. Um, we, like I said, we had both uh, smoked ham. Yeah, I like it, and uh, th- that was really good. I had I had the turkey. Yeah, which was really good. Cool. And uh, we had a wealth of mashed potatoes, and here's. Here's the funny thing is that there was a pumpkin pie, a cherry pie, an apple pie. Everybody was so full, nobody touched any of the pies. <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. There was apple, cherry, and pumpkin, mm-hmm. and nobody touched anything? Nope. Yep. How well, come I don't see anything on this table right here. You know what? Because I woke up late and I ran out of the house. I'll let it slide this time. All right, this time. Since you're running late. Now, next week. If it happens again. Somebody's getting called to the principal's office. All right, next <laughs> next week, next week, I will I will promise you. Since it's now officially in my mind, the day after Thanksgiving is officially, and especially the weekend after Thanksgiving, is the beginning of, of Christmas of the Christmas season. Yeah, right. Eggnog and pumpkin pie. Okay, for the show next week. <laughs> Eggnog and it, I, I love eggnog. I'm not a big. I'll I'll have a a little bit. I'm not a big connoisseur of the eggnog, but I will, I, I will I, enjoy it. I used to not be, and but now, like you know, like I said, I I do it seasonally. Yeah, around this time of year, and uh, man, I'll not enough eggnog and bourbon <laughs> in the world. I will tell you that uh, D makes this really cool pudding pie tart ramp. Graham cracker crust, you know, handmade, not store bought. It comes in a big pan. She need, and I can eat the whole thing. Uh, normally, I transport that to where we were going, but she made sure it was in her car. Yeah, because <laughs> I had a spoon, and she knew what was going to happen. There'll be, there'll, there'll be divots out of that thing. <laughs> oh, was that what you were showing me the other day in the in the? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See that back there. <laughs> Don't touch that because yeah, I'll get don't killed. Don't touch that. Yeah. I've been told, do not, do not. If I even see a fingerprint in that. 
high dare. She went straight to the refrigerator. <laughs> I didn't even get a kiss. Opened the door, looked at it, made sure it was still there in good shape. Still intact. All intact. <laughs> anyway, uh, tips are appreciated. If you want to send some our way, you could do Venmo, and that's at Beach Bums Media. Or our cash app is dollar sign at Beach Bums Media. We definitely do appreciate some tips our way. And y'all, don't forget to Google us, Beach Bums Media, or In the Beer Cave with Rob and Ashley. Uh, if you like us, be sure to give us a thumbs up. And don't forget that ever-important subscribe button. And if you don't like us, just ignore it. Don't just even, ignore don't, it, but still subscribe. Just pass. Yeah. We'll get better. <laughs> pass it. And don't forget to share anything of our YouTube page and our anything on, on our Facebook page. And the new year's coming up. We may have some openings up for some new sponsorships. If you would like to talk about that, 850-588-9275. Or you can email the show at beachbumsmedia at gmail.com. We would love the opportunity to talk to you about that. Yes. this The beer cave could be yours. Well, sort of. Studio branded. Yes, studio branded. That's right. We'll clarify that. So we look. We would look forward to the opportunity if you'd like to to investigate that for the upcoming new year. You get a sponsorship, and next thing you know, we've got staff of ten people every day. I don't know where I'll put all those people. (laughs) We need a bigger studio. Need a bigger refrigerator. We need people. Well, anyway, uh, thanks for stopping by and taking some time out of your Saturday to see us. Uh, the live feed's going on right now. We will be up on all the podcast platforms here in a little bit. And then the edited version will be up uh, later on this afternoon on the YouTube channel for you to watch anytime this week. And like I said, like Ashley said, we're on so many more platforms now that if you can't find us, it's your own problem yep. at this point. So uh, we're out there, and uh, love having you. Thank you so much for for joining us. And as always, thank you for just letting us be us. Absolutely. Hey, until next time, right? Bye-bye. See ya.